Hey, it's Johnny Jet. Welcome back to my podcast YouTube channel. And today we have Christine Deshimon, who is a hypnotherapist. That's right. What else do you do? I'm a hypnotherapist after a career in banking and as a rocket scientist. I think it's that's enough. Wow. Well, I did see that you got your MBA from Harvard, so. I did. I did. Where'd you grow up? Germany? I grew up in France. I grew oh, up in France. France. Sorry. Yes, where I'm from. And now I'm in Asia. So you're I've been Hon traveling a little bit. Yeah, you're in Hong Kong, one of my favorite cities. Yes, I am. And how's Hong Kong doing, by the way? It's fine. It's fine. Okay, good. Um, so you, you know, you know, I saw a press release uh, by your PR person. You, you know, you specialize in right now, um, you know, with everyone getting back to, to hopefully traveling and slowly actually in the US they're really starting to go uh, fast but there are still a lot of people who are who have anxiety about flying yes. and so I, I assume you're seeing a lot of that is the same thing in uh, Asia as well yes yeah, so the, we haven't started flying as much as we used to but I see a lot of you know cases of anxiety of all types uh, in Hong Kong and the fear of flying is one of them for those who can fly still Right. And so what are people afraid of? Oh, there are a few things. So there are two types of, um, two causes for that fear. Either they had a bad traumatic experience themselves, or they know someone who had a bad traumatic experience, or they have other fears related to planes and flying itself, such as the fear of closed spaces, the feeling, the fear of uh, losing control because, you know, once um, the, you're in the plane and it flies, you, you can't get out. You have to wait until you get to the destination. Um, so, uh, you know, the fear of germs as well. I mean, there are a few things happening. The fear of um, crowded, uh, you know, crowded places, being with other people as well. Uh, it's quite varied. Yeah, I mean, I was terrified and I had, I mean I came over my flight anxiety I was not only afraid to fly I was afraid to leave the house between the ages of 18 and 21 and I got over it and I started flying you know I well I was flying all over I haven't been on a plane in over a year which is the longest in my adult life by you know a lot I the longest I ever gone up was three or four months I mean sorry three or four weeks but I mean my my fear was all of that what you said I was you know first I was afraid of crashing then I read all the stats and I realized it's so much safer to fly. And then I was afraid of not being in control because you just can't pull over on the side of the road. I had um, anxiety from asthma medication. So I mean, I can definitely relate because I was, I was terrified. And, and it, yeah, you're right. And it's interesting. People know that they shouldn't be afraid. You look at the stats. I mean, it's obviously one of the safest means of transportation. And yet, why are they afraid? I mean, there are a few reasons. I mean, of course, if you have a phobia, a related phobia, then you have to look, at, you know, there. But at the same time, whenever there is an accident, it makes the headlines globally. And so the amount of PR that accidents, you know, uh, plane accidents have is, is, is way, uh, way beyond anything else. Right. You're much safer in a plane than in a, you know, on a ferry, in a car, uh, on a train. For sure. I remember I did a, a British Airways London to Los Angeles flight. And when we landed in L.A., the pilot got on the PA and said, the safest part of your journey is now over. Please be careful on those freeways. And I mean, they they really believe it. And it's true. And and so 
But so what do you, what do you what do you do? And actually, you actually work for with a partnership right now with Cathay Pacific, right? I hear you have like a in-flight audio. Yes, I do. So I created a self-hypnosis app, the UpNow app. And uh, my purpose was to provide people with the tools they need wherever, you know, whenever and wherever. And so uh, some of our audios are available on the entertainment system on Cathay Pacific planes. And is the app available both in the um, Android and iPhone? And yes, and Apple Store as well. Okay, and is there a charge for that? Yes, there is a monthly subscription plan and a yearly subscription plan. Okay. And some free audios as well for people to just listen to them, um, yeah. Okay, great. And so, you know, what are your tips? I mean, I obviously don't want to give away the uh, farm, but what tips are, you know, do you have for making people feel less anxious? Okay, first of all, um, and I know it's not the easiest part, but it's very important, understanding what you, what are you afraid of, actually? Are you afraid of losing control? Are you afraid of, you know, crash, crashing? Are you afraid of being uh, in an you know in an enclosed space with with strangers whatever it is what are you afraid of that's a, the first thing you have to do i always suggest people to whenever they feel a bit anxious or uneasy to go back to the breath the breath is a wonderful friend they can you know and they carry it all the time you know with them right wherever you are you can always breathe and and, and get calmer um, i would suggest hypnotherapy not just because i'm a hypnotherapist but I mentioned my, what my background is. I, I was a rocket scientist and I went into finance. And so when I discovered the neuroscience around hypnosis and hypnotherapy, I was blown away. Um, I think people don't know that um, you can use hypnosis for pain management and that actually it's used in operating theaters in Europe. So it's very, very powerful. It's far from whatever you've seen in movies. I mean, forget about those. Movies are there to sell tickets and they have to create stories. So I would uh, really strongly urge people to actually look into this and also adopt a nice, what I call flight hygiene. So that means, for instance, staying away from alcohol during, you know, when they are on the plane because it tends to influence their mood and they will stay more, uh, more alert when it comes to, to flying. Um, if you're avoiding too much um, traveling or if you are getting into you know, strategies where you only fly on bigger aircrafts or you only you know, fly on direct flights, I would say you know, this is a strategy, but how far can this, you know, how long can this go on? And so you really need to work on this because whenever you're anxious, it's not just in the head, the body also feels it. You have more cortisol in the body and it's a physical also, uh, it's a physical phenomenon as well. Right. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm with you all and all of that. So how about, you know, do you, do you, I don't drink by the way, period, but especially, yeah. I wouldn't drink when I was on a when I'm on a plane. I only drink water, and I drink a lot of it actually when I'm on a plane. Although yeah. these days, you know, they tell you not to go to the bathroom because you know the bathroom you know has could have more COVID because the air is not circulated. But um, I, I I always take an aisle seat because I get up so often to use the loo and to stretch my legs and things like that. But yeah, that's, is, that's is there anything else that you recommend um, people bringing in their bag? What should they pack? 
Well, I mean, some people do bring some medication, and again, that has to be done, you know, with the doctor. A doctor can actually look into this. Um, right. I personally always advise people to travel light. It's always a source of stress to have too much and then have to put some of this, you know, those luggage or belongings into, you know, uh, sometimes they don't allow you to go into the plane with that. Um, that's what I would advise people to do. Right. And have, have you flown recently? No, I haven't flown recently. As I said, uh, you know, going back to Hong Kong, it's a three week quarantine. So you think twice before actually having to travel. And, um, you know, uh, going back to France was not you know, easy either because you had, you know, if you go back, you need to have very strong reasons to go back. So that's why, I, that's why I didn't travel. And I rediscovered actually this place and all the hikes we could do and all this. So that was wonderful for that. Right. So it, by the way, back to Hong Kong, I mean, can you go out to dinner or, I mean, is it, is it somewhat it's, normal? Yes, you can go to dinner, but there are some, you know, restrictions, uh, you know, not no more than four people uh, basically together. And there was a time where they stopped all dinners, to, you know, all dinners. But now we we allow to to go out and have dinners outside. Um, I think you know people are really taking that in their stride. It's been going on for a while, and I think there's a fatigue everywhere. People just want to go back to normal, and you know the vaccination um, process has started. So hopefully we can, you know, again, just go back to normal and travel again, and not think about quarantining too long or other or other things. And do you have to wear a mask when you're outside in Hong Kong? Of course, we have to wear a mask. Everyone does it. Um, I mean, now you will be fine if you don't do it. But even before, at the very beginning, the thing which is very interesting, um, Hong Kong has SARS, uh, you know, um, more sure. than 10 years ago. I was not in Hong Kong at the time. So they have they, they, they have this experience. They know that, uh, you know, that a mask is actually useful. So we all wear it, you know, and transportation outside on the streets. Um, you know, even in offices, actually, we do wear it. With my clients, I will wear a mask. Right. And do you think, you know, people wearing masks, do you think that gives them anxiety? Because, you know, going back to their breath, do you think they're like, oh, you know, I can't breathe as well with a mask on, which, you know, I don't think is true, but I mean, I could see that happening. I haven't seen that, no, I haven't seen that. Um, okay. No one has been complaining about not being able to breathe with a mask. That's good. Yes. And how about for children? Do you see children with anxieties? Yes, I do see more and more children with anxiety as well. Um, and that's a trend which is uh, worrisome, I think. Uh, the stress level is going up uh, in many places in the world, actually. It's not just about Hong Kong. And um, it's, it's, it's really something to look at. I think that we, have, we are just starting to understand the consequences in the long term about this pandemic and how it's going to impact our mental health. Uh, so that's why I always urge people to really, uh, you know, do do pay attention. You know, stress is not just something that you have to live with. Anxiety is not something you, you have to live with. Anxiety, which is not taken care of, might evolve in something much serious, way serious, such as depression or even severe psychiatric disease, um, you know, later on. So it's not a luxury to, to deal with that stress and anxiety. Nobody should live with that. And there are means to, to actually deal with that. Uh, so just do it. Right. And so can, do you do appointments um, via Zoom and stuff? I mean, so you can do you have clients all over the world or do you just see them in person? I do. I do. I do have clients all over the world, mostly in Europe and Asia as well. So we do Zoom sessions. 
Uh, I also have clients who are in hospital, they're in quarantine or whatever, so we do Zoom sessions even though they are very close, you know, they're in Hong Kong. And, uh, and I do have the app, so I really do provide help to, uh, I mean, tens of thousands of people at the moment. And I think it's, uh, it, it's, it's, I'm really, you know, honored and blessed to be able to do that. So if someone wants to contact you, for people who are listening and not seeing the, uh, the video where you have your, your website up on the, uh, yes. on the back screen, where, where can people find you? And could they book you if they wanted to have a one-hour session with you or whatever it is, 15 minutes? Of course. So the website you can see uh, on the top uh, right-hand side corner here, it's the app website. So that's where you can actually listen to audios. Some of them deal with phobias, anxiety. Uh, some of them deal with sleep as well. So there's a, you know, more than 100 audios there available for anyone to use. And then I have my private practice. Um, and the website is renewed-edge.com. Easy to remember. Renewed-edge.com. And this is where you can book me um, with, for online, online sessions or in-person sessions if you happen to be here. Okay, great. And that and that website is up now. <clears throat> excuse me, upnow.com for people okay. who are not watching. Yes. Cuz I also put this on the podcast as well. Wonderful. Um, thank you. Well, Christine, thank you very much for your time. Uh best of luck and um good luck to you. Take care. Thank you so much, Johnny. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Take care.